Hi, I'm Ron. I will read the Supreme's inspired writings in the old arrangements and the new arrangement at my site waldoready.com in comment. Originator's timetable is critical for us now through 2027. The end of the world is dead ahead. The coming wonderful world of Supreme's empire is at hand. So, I think we might want to understand a few things about the time we are in. Supreme sets his people apart, pardoning us, changing us, and protecting as well as preserving us. And he gives us physical, mental, emotional, as well as supernatural benefits and favors. So we can depend upon him to see us through the terrible times we are in at the present moment. I think it might be good to make a few comments here in this uh, introductory session. And that is regarding the situation that we are facing right now. This situation is not new. You see, it was over 6,000 years ago. The Eternal Supreme, the Originator, the Infinite Originator, also simultaneously began existing as a finite offspring. That was for the purpose of creation. He created agents, we call them angelos or angels, that's a very poor translation. Malakos is the old word for them, means agents. And a third of them rebelled. They became just totally rebellious and evil. So while they were assigned to enlighten uh, humanity, they became the arch enemies. And I remember my dad used to use the words chaos and confusion. Well, they were very good at that. They, they were put out of the uh, infinite into the finite universe that just about 6,000 years ago was created. And here was this planet with animals that would have suited them had they been choosing to enlighten. And they decided to destroy all the plants and animals, to destroy the land and the sea and the atmosphere, and so they left this earth a ruin. Now when it says that in Genesis, you have to understand, the earth became a place of chaos, void of life. That's not the way it was. That's not the way Supreme created I know these spiritual bozos will tell you that. No, Isaiah, who is no bozo at all, makes it very plain that it was never that way at the start. I'll quote that for you, Isaiah 45, 18, okay? Anyway, here's what you want to understand. He had, just under 5,800 years ago, started with one day to fix all this. And then he stepped into the second day, and the third day, and the fourth day, and the fifth day, and the sixth day, and then 
he created man. But he noticed man was all alone. So he created the woman for him. And then he rested the seventh day. Now, you know, uh, these two little guys were like 30, 40, 50 years old, apparently, but they were just a day or two old. And they got into real mischief. They got into real trouble right off the bat. The first thing was, uh, Adam had been told a few things, so he told Eve. He said, now this is what Supreme says, and Eve didn't want to listen to him. And she didn't want to listen to Supreme, so she did listen to this chief demon. We'll call him that, Hasatan. People like Hasatan. No, that word is an ancient uh, phonetic sound for the accuser. And he was always full of mischief and evil. So, well, the first thing he got to telling her was very simple there in uh, Genesis 3. He said, Eve, you know, that was our grandma. She was the mother of all living. And he can evade uh, to the woman very, very, very clearly, verse 4, the reptile, now that wasn't really a reptile, although it may have looked like a Komodo dragon. I think this was a hallucination that he probably had to see. Conveyed to the woman, you will not die. You mortal, you're immortal. Well, Supreme had already told Adam that uh, that wasn't the case. They were mortal and they needed to, to become immortal. And he had some something there for them to eat that would have made them immortal. And then uh, the adversary went on to say, verse 5, most powerful, that is, Elohim knows that on the day you eat it, eat from it, your eyes will be opened. Well, he really told a lie there, didn't he? But that's all right. We believe his lies, right? You will be like most powerful, that's Elohim again, knowing pleasantry and misery. Now, let me tell you something. You don't want to know pleasantry and misery. You might want to know pleasantry. I do. I don't want to know misery. I know it. I'm fatigued. I'm, I'm tired. I'm uh, plagued with allergies. My nose runs. You know, I'm a mess. The woman, verse 6, saw, Genesis 3, the tree was pleasant for food. So she made a judgment. She knew that old lying supreme was dead wrong. It was a delight to the eye. See, she judged by her eyes. Do we do that? You ever heard of an optical illusion? She was seeing things, but she thought she was seeing something that wasn't real. The tree was desired to give insight. Oh, you bet. It smartened her up in a hurry. She got kicked out. That's how smart she got. She took from its product an ape. Big mistake. Who was the first one to do what was wrong? The woe man. That's why she's called woe man, no woman. And she gave to her man with her. You know what Adam was? He was a stumbling, bumbling dolt. He knew better. It was a delight to the eyes. The tree was desired to give insight. Yeah, you bet. So she gave to her man with her. He ate. Verse 7, there Two eyes, both their eyes were opened. You know what happened? 
they thought they were naked. Now, why were they naked and not thinking they were naked? And now they were naked and thinking they were naked. Well, they got to hear from the old evil man, I mean evil spirit there, that this was, you know, a terrible thing. They knew they were naked, so they sowed leaf. That is an unclear, uh, uncertain meaning there. They sowed, translators say fig leaves. Well, I've had figs, and I'll tell you, you would never sow fig leaves because they would get you sticky-handed and they'd really mess with your body. They fashioned aprons for themselves. So what, what were they doing? They were trying to cover up the facts of male and female intimacies that were fine as far as Supreme was concerned. They heard originator, most powerful sound. This is Yahweh, originator, phonetically. The most powerful is Elohim, <clears throat> sound. Going in the enclosed park, remember that's where they were, on the day's wind. So he may be coming on a jet plane. Well, not really, but whatever it was, he had great, powerful uh, agents to move him around. The earthling and his woman hid among the enclosed parks trees from originator, most powerful faces. Now that was not exactly the smartest thing to do, but it just gets worse from there, and I'm not going to read it. You can read it if that's what you want to do, and you can see, and then he nailed the woman, he nailed uh, the reptile, he nailed the man, and it didn't do much good because things got worse from there. The woman decided that the, the son she had coming was uh, the one Supreme promised. No, the one Supreme promised was a few thousand years later, and he was uh, Supreme in person, not this uh, firstborn. And so uh, she mothered him and he murdered their secondborn son. And it's it just been a mess ever since. Along came Enoch. You know who that first guy was? His name was Abel. We call him Abel. Abel means, well, we translate it vanity, but really it means whiff. It is the word that's used in the book of Ecclesiastes. And then along came the second person. Now, that was not a Jew now. That was not a Christian. That was the first man of Supreme's choosing. Along came Enoch, and uh, he didn't last a thousand years. And when he was just a few hundred years old, he was already uh, attacked and would have been killed, except Supreme protected him. And then Supreme said, I, I'm getting tired of this, and he let him die. You know what Enoch said? He announced the empire. He announced the coming of the immortals with Supreme in the empire thousands of years from then, just days from us now. He'll be among those, by the way. Anyway, it is exciting to see that Noah, not Noah, that's a girl's name, uh, lived almost a thousand years. And then along came, before he died, I think there was Abraham. He was called Abram then. Abraham and Sarah, that is multitude's papa and high-ranking woman. That's what her name means. Supreme said, don't you ever use that name you used to have because, you know, they had an idolatrous father who really practiced a lot of uh, pre-Christian ideas that would be called Christian today. 
Idolatry is not Christian. Immorality is not Christian. But that's what Christianity is supposed to be. Anyway, uh, we go on into Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and so many of these uh, leading men and women of God. But after that, he decided to come up with a group dynamic. That was on the Festival of Weeks. We never call it that. We use all sorts of wrong terms and wrong translations. This Festival of Weeks was the occasion that came 50 days or 49 days from the uh, Saturday that fell during those days of useless food. And it was the beginning of the group dynamic. Now, a lot of people think we should keep these things. When I was young, I didn't keep that day when I first found out about it. And then I was told it was on a Monday, and the Jews had five other days to keep. But uh, I'll tell you, there's only one day that was singled out, because it's Supreme who sets the timeline. Now, what happens is this. He doesn't want us to keep these days. He wants us to understand they reveal his timeline. So what's coming up next, we're going to take a look at step by step. And we're going to see all of these things as they happen, as they occur, as they take place. So what I'd like to do is this introductory session is just to begin uh, a new location for my podcast at the site where the writings are. And I'll end it by saying, I hope you all have a good day, friends.